coaches. That's not so hot. I guess uh, this guy's gonna die. It's on top hey, of the he's car. On top of the car. <laughs> what do you want in a sandwich? Ah, I want guff. Welcome to AV Club 69. No talking, it's about to start. And welcome to another episode of AV Club 69 with me, Rob. And me, Mark. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Raring to go. How are you? Yeah, yeah, same. I can't wait to hear what you have in store. <laughs> I do enjoy being the the listen e well no the listen er i guess i don't know i'm not sure what role this is but i <laughs> that's like that's a really confusing yeah that's uh yeah listen e listener oh man it's fun not knowing isn't it it is it's fun not knowing what's going to happen well i guess we should just get straight into it so one of us hasn't seen the movie mark in this case and i have so we're going to i'm going to try and guide mark through this movie no one knows what the movie is uh, we're going to try and see if we can figure it out, Mark. Are you ready? I am. I'm ready. I've got my cards all lined out in front of me. Ah, yes, your AV Club cards. Use them anytime you want, Mark. Yes, patent pending. Yeah, patent pending. <laughs> you've got yeah, you got them to use. Use them anytime because you never know where this might go. So I will. Let's go for it. We start the movie and a truck drives past the camera and it pans up to see a sign saying, Welcome to Milton, town of industry, population 4,504. We follow the truck and it heads into the factory and its chimneys are smoking away. So we're seeing lorries go in and out of the factory grounds and the start of the opening credits come up and they show some of the characters in cartoon form. It's not a cartoon. Okay? It's just uh, <laughs> okay. It starts with a cartoon. We show people working in the factory. So it's a production line, mm-hmm. and we see people sticking stickers on the the product. And it says fixture and faucet. That's what the stickers are. Okay. They put them on each product, put them on the packaging line, and put them in boxes. And there's a song about Milton being sang. Wow, We're okay. mixing between that and the cartoon title sequence. And the main actor is seeing moving things around and i think i think i can give you the name of the character okay so the main character is called jerry character's called jerry okay i thought at a weird twist he was also going to be called milton (laughs) that would be good but it's not right so we see moving stuff around and the boss of the place is called dennis kowalski so he comes up to jerry and says uh, you're doing a great job. You're the new guy in shipping. So he's really happy with the new oh. guy, which is Jerry. Good on you, Jez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's doing a great job. So we get the new guy from... Uh, you're the new guy, and we get you to do all the odd jobs around here. But also, you get to help plan the company barbecue. Ooh, well, well, he must be a very competent employee, if that's the case. Absolutely, yeah. So mm-hmm. he's not been there very long. So they're like, yeah, you know, we need new fresh blood on, on the committee or whatever to book to this company barbecue. They do it every year. Okay. So, and they are all wearing pink overalls, saying the company logo on it. Just give you a bit of more info. Yeah. And... Uh, and yeah, so he's been chosen for that. So that's how the movie starts. 
Wowzers. Yeah. First off, I'm just, I don't know why, I just think it's like the kind of 1940s or 50s. It feels very like small town America and it's like, you know, very all homegrown and it's sounding very, yeah, with the, the town and the sort of local lovable Jerry guy who's a real wizard on the barbecue, it, it would appear. <laughs> That's the kind of vibe I'm getting at the moment, sort of like... Gee willikers, mister. Well, that's, yeah, fair play. We'll go with that for now, shall we? We shall. Um, yeah, where do you think, uh, any ideas of where we might go from here, Mark? Um, well, do we then cut to, like, the store and, I don't know, he's having to pick out a selection of meats <laughs> for this barbecue. He's at the <laughs> deli counter, currently ordering coleslaw and a nice hunk of T-bone steak. The pace at which things are moving out with the factory stuff, I feel like we're just going to be kind of really going through it pretty quick here, you know, maybe establishing some some stuff. Maybe this, like, small town is kind of, um, yeah, you know, it, it feels very homely. So maybe he's going to get down to the store and it's going to be like, oh, hey, Bob. And he's like, hi, Jerry. It's like the usual. Yes, please. Got a big, uh, got a big assignment down at the the factory. I'm doing the barbecue <laughs> this year. That's <laughs> that's where I'm going. Right then. Uh, okay. So he heads home. Okay. So he lives in an unconventional place. Okay. That uh, used to be something else, but now is disused. Um, uh-huh. It's being it's it's vacated. So he lives above this thing. Okay. Um, so see, one if see if you can. It's something they used to use for entertainment, but not a cinema. Okay. Um, well, because when you said about it was disused, I was like, wow, it sounds like he's got a very swanky pad. Because, I mean, the old loft conversion, old X factory is very um, prime real estate. Absolutely. Something that <laughs> wasn't a cinema that was entertainment. Mm, um, yes. uh, a bowling alley. Well done, Mark. Oh. <laughs> What yes. a guess. So early on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me just, you know, mellow in this moment. That was amazing. <laughs> what a guess. Well, that was cracking, Mark. Well done. So he lives above a bowling alley. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. So an old bowling alley. So he lives above there. So he heads home. He's all happy. He's been invited to, to, deal, with this, uh, to deal with a company barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, so he comes back home, and he's got two flatmates. One okay. with the Scot- Scottish accent. And I'm going to tell sorry, Scottish people, I'm going to ruin the accent. <laughs> and 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 another another flatmate. He's got two flatmates, and another mm. one who he sounds a bit like you know, he's a bit southern drawl, a bit like <laughs> that. Sounds like know? Lloyd Grossman. <laughs> yeah, it does. He'd live in a bowling alley like this. <laughs> so so he okay. comes home and um and he goes. Scottish guy goes, hey. What are you doing here, you clay baby? He's just <laughs> he's a, he's Fun. he's pretty uh pretty coarse. This uh this guy. Well, so he he's shuts Scottish. the door. Okay. And uh, he tells him to shut up. Um, mm. Right. So that's just a quick little thing to see where he lives. Okay. Okay. And who All he right. lives with. Okay. So that's mm. pretty much just a tiny little scene. Okay. So and he moves on to the next day after that. So I want you to see whether maybe you could guess where we go from here. Okay. I'm assuming that they're all going to head to the barbecue and then somehow the flatmates are just going to ruin it, you know. The Scottish <laughs> guy is going to be hitting on the wrong lady at the party and he's just, <laughs> you know, goodbye this cushy factory job and hello on the dole. Jerry on the dole. That's that's the title of the movie. <laughs> Jerry on the dole. <laughs> Jerry on the dole. <laughs> well, I think that, yeah, we're potentially going to end up going to this soiree and somehow there's going to be some sort of calamity happening 
yeah, potentially with this abrasive housemate situation. I'm going to lay down a card. Oh, okay. I'm going to go for a hook, line, and sinker, I think, first. See what that can reveal, you know? It can always be a bit of, a, bit of an opener. <laughs> okay, so the tagline of the movie mm-hmm. is, Hearing voices can be murder. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Murder's pretty. That sets a tone. That definitely <laughs> sets a tone. Um, okay, hearing voices can be murder. Is that throwing a few cam on some pigeons, do you think? Yeah, I thought like, oh, this is going to be some sort of <laughs> shenanigans, screwball comedy where it's like, say goodbye to that cushy job. I guess now I'm thinking that murder's on its way. <laughs> I mean, he could just murder a burger, I guess. He could be like, oh. That's true. He could murder a steak. <laughs> Maybe one of his roommates mm, is a killer or okay. something. That's... Maybe he overhears something that happens. Maybe he hears some fight happening, and that's the voices. And then... Okay, tell you what, let's make this so. Yeah. Uh, roommate is a possible... Yeah, possible suspect. Suspect. Maybe he overhears something happening, and he gets wind of it, and he... Realizes he's living with a killer, so he has to keep up appearances. Okay, that's my theory so far. Just made a note of that. So okay, I mean, I I hate to break it to you, Rob, but I think I'm basically onto it here. You know that <laughs> <laughs> you've you've solved it. You've solved it. All right, so it's the next day, and we are in the uh, meeting room with the for the barbecue meeting, mm-hmm. the company meeting room. And there's a new character there. There's lots of other people there who've been invited from different departments. Okay. But there is uh, a new character called Sophie. They're discussing what they might be able to do at the barbecue. And, you know, Jerry finds a bit of a connection with her just visually so far. Okay. And, you know, she seems like a nice lady. But So she's putting a um, suggestion what to do, not for the actual barbecue. Well, everyone being there for barbecue, they, how they could keep themselves entertained at the barbecue. Oh, okay. Do you reckon if we can give a guess what that might Ooh, be? Okay, entertain at the barbecue. Um, is this going to be some sort of like, um, oh, it's going to be like a giant game of Twister or something, or one of those <laughs> Connect Four <It's>... things? <laughs> those giant Connect Four things you see middle upper middle class people playing. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. You're in this. You know, you're you're not far off um, something quite as involving a lot of, it involves a lot of people okay so it, and anyone can do this can involves do some music everyone can do oh, this oh uh, music is it uh, a flash mob yeah you're getting closer oh. though you're getting Ooh, closer um, not a flash mob but you're closer it's to do you know people have got to be moving to music got to be moving to music got to be doing the Macarena oh not quite uh, not just staying in one room not staying in one room uh, oh a conga line Yeah, ding ding, conga line. Nice. Okay. (laughs) All right. So she seems fun. We like Sophie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jerry likes Sophie too. And so she said um, the corridor would be a great place for a conga line. Well, it is long. (laughs) Now, so would you like to play a card? Yes. I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to go for a little trip along the trope rope, I think. Well, I guess there's the. Classic misunderstanding between people's version of events. Mm. Let's put it that way. Okay. Is that, that's not very clear, but it's ambiguous, I know. No, that's okay. So a misunderstanding. Well, now I'm just thinking then, if we've got Jerry and Sophie and we've got Scottish guy and maybe there's going to be some sort of triangle that forms and then that's when the Scottish guy... Uh, 
maybe he murders this Sophie character because she doesn't want to know him and she she wants Jerry. And then before you know it, Jerry overhears this and then he's going to have to be all shtum because, you know, he doesn't want to let on that he knows his mate's a murderer. Well, yeah. Well, that's a very good point. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, okay. Okay, so we're adding there. So um, love triangle. Love triangle, definitely. Well, that's the angle I'm going. That's the only angle I want to know. The triangle. Right, well, I'll put that down. So we'll see what, let's see right, what happens, shall we? we go. <laughs> so, Jerry takes a trip to the his doctor to see that in the doctor's office. It's more of a routine check. Yeah. Um, to see how he's getting on. Okay. Okay. So they have a little chat. Stand on top of things. Um, well, I was going to say actually, I am going to I'm going to pull out your favourite one. I think Rob. I think now is time. I've left it infinitely more longer than you would like, <laughs> but it's time to flip that script. I reckon <laughs> it is a good one to do early. It really does put yeah, it, it does sort of stir things up a little bit. Okay. Well, this is a dialogue taken from the um, interaction between Doctor and Jerry. Okay. Here we go. So, Doctor, who's a lady, and she says, did you take your meds? You have to take them. You know, do the, do the meds have any side effects? And Jerry says, no. And then um, Doctor says, any thoughts of suicide? Jerry says, no. And he says, uh, do you ever hear voices? Oh. Jerry says, Jerry doesn't answer straight away. He goes, mm, voices. Um, no, no, I mean... You know, I know when someone's talking to me. Yeah. And then the doctor says, you hesitate a little bit there. And Jerry says, it just makes me think of my mother. And I've admitted some a little bit more because it gives away too much stuff. So, okay. And then the next thing is, um, Je- there's a bit more dialogue I can give you. And the doctor says, do you have any questions for me, Jerry? Oh, yeah. I have a big one for you. There's a girl. I like her. I don't know how I how to tell her about you and my mum and stuff. And the doctor says, and? Well, I don't don't want to scare her away, but I don't want her to lie to her either. I'm thinking the subject comes up. If the subject comes up, I'll just tell her. But if it doesn't, I'll just leave it. <laughs> the doctor just says, you answered your own question there, Jerry. Why are you smiling? And Jerry says, I'm going to Conga tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Jerry's, and then the doctor says, Conga? Yeah, like at a wedding. It's going to be amazing. And he's just like, <laughs> he's really giddy. Okay. Yeah. So. Wow. A few things to unpack there. I mean, I'm now starting to think Jerry, even though he sounds lovely, is a little slow. And also the doctor just sort of over glazing over like, well, you've clearly answered your own questions about suicide. So uh, we'll <laughs> yeah. just leave it at that. Very strange. <laughs> Oh, okay, but the voices, the voices, Rob, the voices, it's the, the, the tagline is coming up. So maybe it's him that's hearing voices, I would say, then. Maybe he ends up killing someone, maybe. <laughs> well, we'll find the out. The murder squad. The murder squad, exactly right. Okay, well, hopefully this barbecue goes down a storm because... No one likes undercooked sausages. <laughs> no one likes undercooked weeds. Hey, there we go. Exactly. Next day, we're at the party. Everyone's doing the conga, having a great time. Guess who's at the front of the conga? Well, is it Jerry? No, not Jerry. It's his Scottish mate. I told you, he's, he's getting in there. He's, he's pushing <laughs> Jerry out. It's not the Scottish guy. It's got to be Sophie. Yeah, Sophie. She loves the conga, doesn't she? Yeah, well, she did suggest it. She did, exactly. Saucy. 
So they're all doing the conga to a song called Sing a Happy Song performed by the OJs. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a very sort of soul kind of really upbeat song and everyone sing a happy, happy song. Okay. Kind of goes like that. And they, a bit like roller yeah. coaster of love kind of. <laughs> yeah, sort of. But yeah, the conga version. So you see Sophie's dancing and she's like, you know, having a great time. And Jerry sees her just dancing and he's in awe of this yeah. lady and we see something's flying around her can you guess what they might be uh moths <laughs> moths <laughs> I don't know. well no maybe moths. they're, they're attractive <laughs> They're slightly more attractive uh, version. Maybe some butterflies. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> moths. Oh, wow, the beautiful grey moth. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they're working in a factory. You know, it's stuffy. There's some moths hiding out in the old uniforms cupboard. <laughs> yeah. So some butterflies floating around as she dances. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so we cut down, and Jerry gets home, and he he sort of flops down onto his couch, and he's. His flatmates are there and he tells them all about it and he's so happy. He's just had the best time. Nice. And Good uh, so the Scottish flatmate turns around and says, Did you fuck the bitch? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was very forthright. Okay. Yeah. Well, she, did he? I mean, the conga can get very sensual. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he didn't. Oh. And then she said, he said, She won't fuck you. Uh, no, yeah, Scottish. She won't fuck you. She's English, and you're basically a peasant. <laughs> oh, poor Jerry. I mean, he's a bit more than that. He's, you know, lead barbecue guy. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, wow. So, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. This Scottish guy, he is, well, he's very abrasive. He's come yeah, to light now. Yeah. Okay, so he's, like, teasing him about this. What about the other housemate? What's he reckoning? What's it? Is he... Uh, he's not saying too much at this time. He's okay. just sort of like, you know, he's just like roll his eyes kind of thing at the Scottish guy. Oh, yeah. okay. You know, right. so, um, so, and we find out what Jerry's surname is. Would you like to know that? Yeah, sure. So his full name is Jerry Hickfang. <laughs> Hickfang. <laughs> yes. Hick like he's Fan. like Hick, Hick Van. Oh, okay. I thought he said. No, Hick. Hick has in. Yeah. Uh, like a hickey without the Y, yeah. and fang as in I've I want to suck oh. your blood. <laughs> okay, so you did say that. So that's what I was like. A hick fang is that like? It sounds like slang for a hillbilly that's only got one tooth left. Like a hick fang. What's <laughs> yeah. my hick fang? Check it out, yeah. yo. It's like gold. Okay, Jerry Hickfang. Wow, he is not going to win Sophie with that last name. She's going to have to keep her maiden name. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back at work now, so we're back to work the next day, and okay. he's in a great mood. He's singing that happy song all Lovely. day long, Lovely. Um, to his co-worker's annoyance, who tells him, "Come on, man, give us a break." Yeah. And the shift ends, and guess who he goes to go and see at the end of his shift? He goes to see Soph, and then she he finds that his Scottish mate is leaning over her desk, giving it all <laughs> that, basically playing Sean Connery, being all suave. And that's when Jerry sees red. <laughs> but yeah, is there an altercation? Is, wow. is our Scottish guy there? No, he's not there. Um, <sighs> so Sophie works in accounting. And there mm. are three ladies, main ladies that work in accounting. There's Lisa, and okay. there's Alison and Sophie. 
Yeah. Okay. So he says to her, you know, he said, "Oh, don't you remember? We're gonna go. Um, we're gonna go out. Don't you remember saying it last night? You said to come and see me after work. Oh, that was it. No. Gonna come see me after work." She was like, "Oh, hi. Uh, I don't remember saying that." He's like, "Oh, okay. No worries. No worries." And so Lisa, who sat down, she mm -hmm. says, "Oh, hi. I'm Lisa. You know, hello. You know, sort of. She's looking at him, sort of all like, Ooh, he's okay. Nice. Oh. And says, oh, we're just going for dinner after work. If you want to come.'" And uh, Sophie looks at Lisa, and like doesn't say anything, but you can tell she's yeah. like, oh, "Lisa, oh, you know? she like, so, she's like, hey, get me out of this kind of situation." Yeah, it's looking okay. pretty awkward. Right. So they all go out for dinner. So it's just Jerry and the girls from accounting. So there's, yeah, I think there's four girls in total. Oh, lucky guy. <laughs> yeah. So we get a bit of a backstory about Sophie. Okay. Can you guess why she came to America? She's an English lady. So why did she end up in America? She came over for the rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know job opportunity. I'm not sure. Is it is it something to well, do with that? Not really like, a job you know? opportunity. What? Why? Why would someone else move somewhere ridiculous like or somewhere so far from home? Because she did it for a guy. Yes, yes. she did. Well done, Mark. She got wrong by this man. So basically, they said, "Why don't you move to America? Come back to my town with me, and we'll get married." So she did. She sold all her stuff. She moved over. Look for that beautiful. Uh, amazing sort of foreign land sort of dream of, of meeting a guy and getting married and being happily ever after. But God damn that bastard. He <laughs> turned around and said he didn't want it. He's not the marrying type anymore. What? Six, yeah, I know. What a wanker. And then six months later, he marries Jill, whoever Jill is, and has oh, two kids. Jill? What a horrible name. Sorry oh, to I all know. the Jills. <laughs> Jack and Jill fell up the hill, wherever yeah. it was. Yeah. Jack and Jill fell up the duff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. With their McGuff. <laughs> up the guff. So yeah. she's so she's stuck in this temp job all alone. Oh, well, luckily, Jerry is there to save her. <laughs> yeah, guess what Jerry says? He says, good riddance to that human <laughs> garbage. Now, what uh, that's what a normal person would probably say. Okay. But not Jerry. Jerry, you know when he said he doesn't like sushi? It's a kind oh. of random like that. I was about to say, was this another sushi moment? So food related. No, it's not food related. It's not food related. Jerry says he knows something. He knows how to do something. Can you guess what that thing is? Uh, do a handstand? <laughs> <laughs> handstand, I wish. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's something where you could defend yourself. Oh, right. He knows karate. Yes, Ding. Well hey. done. Well done. He knows karate. He just says, so she goes... So she just says, oh, now I'm stuck in this stupid, stupid temp job. And he goes, oh, I know karate. <laughs> <laughs> Life and soul of the party, this guy. <laughs> I don't think we should let someone who's on meds and has suicidal thoughts also learn self, you know, harmful self-defense. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he should learn his own, yeah, defend against himself. I don't know. Defend against those thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, karate thoughts. So, what would you like to do from here, Mark? You know what? I want to lay down a MacGuffin magnet. I want to know Jerry's motivation, other than what seems to be Sophie. But what, yeah, what is, or unless that's it, I don't know. What is yeah, Jerry's okay. motivation? Jerry's motivation is human connection. Jerry's motivation okay. is to, to be loved, really, and to, to fit in. Right, okay, to fit in. Okay. It is kind of making sense, I guess, with the therapist doctor that he had and then 
yeah, he doesn't obviously seem to be the best in social situations. Is this going to be, this is just going to be a big old circle of he's chasing Sophie, Lisa's chasing him. I'm still going down that some sort of love triangle thing is going to lead to some murder clearly at some point. Um, is what okay. I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay, That's cool. All right. Okay, I made a note of that. Yeah, okay. Let's lay down some custard card. Let's thicken some plot now. So we've got Jerry. He's working at this place. He's infatuated with Soph. Where do we go from so here? So they're in, still in that restaurant. Lisa offers her burger to Jerry and he just takes it and he just gets the burger. She hardly eats anything. He just shoves it all in his mouth. It's oh, a very God. odd way to eat it. Okay. Um, so, and she says, oh, could you give me a lift to her car, or which actually is at her house? So she's trying to get him to take her home. And he's like, oh, I was going to give Sophie a lift. She's like, oh, no, no, it's okay. He's, no, no, I said I'd give Sophie a lift. And then Lisa's like, oh, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get oh, a cab Lisa, then, I guess. Lisa, barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. yeah. And he said, I'd love to give Sophie a ride. <laughs> and <it's, laughs> no one seems to say anything. It's a bit awkward. Yeah. Because he's, yeah, I don't think he's realised yeah. what he's just said. So... He gives Sophie a lift and asks her out to a Chinese restaurant called Shishang. Shishang, okay. And, yeah, and he says, "Do you know what? I could pick you up at uh, seven and show st- and because the, the the show starts at seven. And she's like, "Oh, right. no, it's okay. I don't I don't need to lift. I, I I don't need to lift. But what do you mean the show starts?" He's like, "Well, yeah, prepared to be amazed. I know it's right. it's more than just Chinese. I'll get you, I'll get there early and save you a seat." And he okay. fist bumps her. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he fist bumps, so he goes, he goes fist bumps and goes, like that. Oh, classy. Okay, yeah, now yeah. I'm starting to think that he, yeah, he definitely has the vibe of like a 15 year old living in a man's body. <laughs> <laughs> so he then gets home and he's like, oh, I got a date from the, with a girl from England. He's really, really happy. So he's got yeah. a date. And so old Scottish guy goes, well, fuck me, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Jerry, I was wrong. Well, at least he admits it. At least he yeah. admits that he's wrong. <laughs> he does have a shred of decency, this guy. <laughs> They're going to go on this date at the Chinese restaurant where there's a show. What's this show? Or is it like a puppet show, like an oriental puppet show? Or something? <laughs> so we head to, we head to, we're back at work again. And he says, okay. he's, he's, Jerry try, drops off for a counter to drop off a flyer. But Sophie, right. Sophie's nowhere to be seen. Um... So he gives it to um, one of the other girls and says, can you make mm-hmm. sure you get this to her? Because, you know, she needs to know where it is. Yeah, where okay. do you think Sophie is? Right. They're at work and she's down in the bloody reception and it's one of his housemates is there and they're, they're, they're just, you know, hitting it off. They're just hitting <laughs> it off. <laughs> not quite, not quite. She's ah, hiding bugger. from Jerry at the, around the back of the desk, under oh, the desk, okay. basically. Oh, that's not good. Now he's really uh, literally pursuing her. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he's still innocent, you know. He's still like, oh, no, she dropped this off, and she's hiding, you know. Right, you know, and then these guys, he's like, she, the other girls are like, oh, why do you just tell him you don't want to go? And she's like, oh, I don't want to upset him, so I'll just wait until everyone goes home, and I'll leave him a voicemail. Oh, and then the Lisa okay. turns on and goes, you're such a sweetheart. Oh, she's so nice playing coy and uh, playing <laughs> with Jerry's emotions. Yeah, I know, yeah. I'm going to lay down a card here, actually. I'm going to lay down a little bit of mise-en-scene multiplayer. I want to. I would like to know, actually, yeah, like what sort of um, time period we're in. Because, yeah, I was, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to think... We could still be in the olden days, as far as I'm thinking, because, yeah, we haven't really mentioned any, like, phones 
or anything. So, yeah, where, what time period are we in, Rob? Where are so we? So, we are set in 2014. Oh, oh, the, the ye oldie days of 2014. <laughs> yeah. And life was simpler back then. So, she's hiding from Jerry. And now, I'm going to say, Jerry's obviously acting like this lovable idiot. But does he turn? We, I feel like we might be due for a turn. You know, he's going to have a breaking point. Okay. Especially if he's on meds. I'm feeling right. like this is the point where he he's like looking for her and then they're going to go to this restaurant and he, uh, you know, he's like so excited about it. He rushes to the restaurant. He forgets to take his meds and then he doesn't take the meds. And then, of course, she maybe she doesn't turn up because she's obviously avoiding him. And then that's when he starts to crack. That's when the murder comes, potentially. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Okay. Jerry is at the Shang, Shishang Chinese restaurant, and a get. Can you guess what uh, tribute act is there? It's a Chinese version oh. of this uh, oh. singer. <laughs> um, a tribute act. It's gonna be someone like Elton John or something. Not Elton John. Not quite. You're in the right ballpark though. Tom Jones. Tom Jones. No, no. Something more American. Uh, Elvis. Yes, Chinese hey! Elvis. <laughs> Chinese Elvis. He's got the outfit. He's swinging his arm in the air. He's like, suspicious minds and all that sort of outfit, you know. <laughs> um, so he's singing away and Jerry sat there watching. And guess where the girls are? Guess where they are? They're not there. They're oh, somewhere else. They're bloody laughing it up at another bar, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And they're guess like, what they're doing at the other bar, Mark? They're, they're gossiping about Jerry or they're with not, other they're guys. They're not talking. Oh, they're not talking. Originated from the uh, Asian part of the world. Karaoke. Karaoke. Hey, okay, so they're having a bloody good old romp at karaoke while poor Mm. old Jerry's having to be told that he's got a suspicious mind. Yeah, Yeah. I see. That's right, yeah. So they're they're, the crowd's going wild. Sophie's up there singing away. Lisa gets up there as you're flicking back between the two. And we got back to Jerry, and Jerry's sat there at the table, and there's a, a guy God. doing like a Bruce Lee impression at the restaurant, doing some hiya and all this, and it's really odd. Right. This is it, though. This is it, Rob. This is where he snaps. There's going to be something that Elvis says, and then this is when we're going to go kind of like, what's that, me, myself, and Irene vibe, and he's going to go, oh, Hank, and he's going to snap, and he's going <laughs> to he's going to find him. <laughs> Comes back with a new chin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to say, let's let's flip some script again. Let's see if we can okay. gleam something from that. Let's see if we can right. get something later on where he's like, this is where you die, Sophie, and then it will confirm all my suspicions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is between the doctor and him again. So, doctor asks him, do you find yourself crying a lot lately? He's like, nah-huh. Are you still taking your medication? Usually. You have to take it every day without fail. I know, but but what? The medication soothes things out, smooths things out, and that's okay, right? But even though there have been bad moments, she says, and she says very bad moments. He's oh, yeah, dear. very very bad. There are also moments of inspiration and beauty when all the world makes sense, and the elegant secret mechanics of man and God are revealed in their many dimensions, and the universe is laid out bare before my eyes. It is a pleasant place. The doctor says, you've totally stopped taking your pills, haven't you? <laughs> and Sounds he, like it. And he said, totally. Well, thanks for your honesty, <laughs> Jerry. Our relationship depends on your cooperation of the Department of Corrections. 
If you become oh. non-compliant, I have to report them. They'll put me away. Let's not find out. Take the pills. Oh, my God. He's psycho, Rob. <laughs> he's he's a mentalist. <laughs> he's a mentalist. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely going to snap. This is just a ticking time bomb. Now I'm starting to think, though, what if, like, there are no meds or something? Maybe the voices he's hearing is his doctor, and she's they're not real. Right, like okay. Oh, doctor's not real. That's what that doctor, not real. Because, you okay. know, surely the bloody doctor at this point would have been like, well, you've told me twice you haven't taken your meds, so <laughs> the fact nothing's happened to him. And we glazed over the suicide bit, so hmm. this uh, incident with him being stood up is going to send him over the edge, I'd say. Okay, well, let's, let's move this along a little bit, shall we? So... He gets out of the restaurant. He's very sad. It's absolutely chucking it down outside, obviously. Um, it's ch- proper chucking it down. He gets in his car and he's crying in his car. He's really sad. But oh, uh, so in the same time, Sophie's leaving with Lisa. Lisa drops her off. He said, oh, I can give you a lift back home. He's no, no, drop me off at the car, which is back at the factory. She gets in the car and guess what happens? The car won't start. Okay. Oh. So she stands aside in the pouring rain. She tries to flash someone down. They just splash her as they go past. And then guess who drives by? Jerry. Jerry drives by, listening to a really sad song, crying. And he's, she's like, oh, Jerry, Jerry. And so he oh, gets in. all right, love. Don't come <laughs> crawling back now. Now you're out in the wet. Yeah. Now, okay. he's, now he's vulnerable here, isn't he? He's like, come on, get in. I'll, you know, still going to be a nice guy. Of and course. he's like, didn't, he's like, why you didn't? Where were you, sort of thing? She's like, oh, didn't you get my message? He's like, he gets his phone. He's like, no, no, I didn't get your message. But did she even send one? We don't know. Mm. Okay, so he said, well, you are, you know, you're, you're, she's like, oh, I'm freezing. And he's like, oh, you're sat on a blanket. So he gets the blanket around her. And she's like taking the sort of jack off. He's like, oh, don't stare, Jerry. He's like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so then he says, oh, could you want to, I couldn't come back to mine and give you a hot chocolate if you like. Oh, yeah. Okay play a bit of hot chocolate as well <laughs> he's trying to make it work for him she says oh well let's go to Dora's diner she recommends it and he's like okay. it's great you'll be loving that so they go yeah and they fist bump and go boom <laughs> <laughs> like that so now they that's the thing they do so they're on the way there and they're talking they're just driving along and she's, he's saying that um, his parents moved here from Berlin when he was seven Right, giving a bit of backstory about him. His stepdad was in the army, and so they moved a lot. But they, she was from, his mother's from um, Germany, and they moved here when he was seven. And then oh. she says, "Oh, she's just so bored, insanely bored in Milton." And then he mm. turns. Ah, this is where he gets really smooth. He goes, "You oh. prefer you prefer heaven, right?" She's like, "What?" You know. He goes, "Yeah, you know where you're from." <laughs> oh, nice, nice. But, I mean, even even in his worst moment where he's been stood up, he's still got the moves. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he's crying, but still trying to be smooth. And she turns around, comes up with an absolute zinger, and goes, uh, "No, no, I'm from Reading. That's a lot closer to hell." <laughs> Brilliant. Well, clearly the writer wasn't fond of Reading or they're no. Just to give the listeners a clue, I'm actually I was actually born in Reading, which is just brilliant that she even brings wow. Reading up. It's fantastic. Yeah. What a hellhole. <laughs> yeah, she's not wrong. It's not great. So brilliant. oh bloody hell, Reading, eh? Jeez. It's just so funny mm. it came out of there. So Yeah. They seem to be hitting it off now, but then he's getting smooth and then he's going to move in and she's going to be like, whoa, 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 no, we're just friends. And then that's when the whole, that's when the red light starts flashing. Okay, right. Well, he goes in with a, do you like trivia? 
She says, yeah. He goes, I've got a good one. There's tons of angels in the Bible, but only four of them have names. Three of them which are Michael, Raphael and Gabriel. Who's the fourth? She goes, I don't know, Freddy the angel? He's like, no, no, not Freddy. You know this. You, you know his name, I promise you. You're forgetting one thing. You're forgetting he's an angel. Right, okay. Uh, and then... Oh, oh, what? Well, oh, my God, then the angel appears. And then... And then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am here, I'm God, you're Jesus I'm Christ. I'm Freddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then, bam! What? There's a way they crash. They hit something, Mark. They hit something in the road. What is oh, it? Deer. Oh my god. Yeah, deer. Not far off, mate. Not far off. Oh, what? A bear? No, oh dear. <clears throat> oh dear. It's, it's a oh, female deer. A deer. A deer. A doe. <laughs> is it a doe? <laughs> it's a no. It's a stag. Oh, it's a no does. It's a stag. God. Okay, well, we got there in the end. He smashes through the windscreen, Mark. Jesus Christ. Smashes through the windscreen. His antlers are through the windscreen. There's grass everywhere. Oh, my God. Their eyes. Look out. (laughs) And then the deer speaks to Jerry. What? Sorry, wait. Oh, wait. This has got to be a dream. Is this like a dream sequence we've just been watching or listening to? Nope. Well, he's smashed through the windscreen and he's lying on the bonnet going... Oh, it's just like writhing in pain. Okay. Yeah, yes, and he's But he, he says something to Jerry. <laughs> okay, what does he say? <laughs> he says, I am the angel of <laughs> No, speak. no, he's not an angel. I will free wishes. No. <laughs> yeah, he's not an angel. Okay. He's in um, pain, Mark. He's in agony. Oh. Is he saying, kill me? Kill yes, me. kill oh, me. Dear. He's like, oh I want to die. Kill me, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What does Jerry do, Mark? What does he do? He he um, wakes up in a cold sweat. No, he, <laughs> I guess, gets out the car and tries to kill it. Or I, I, I don't know. What does he, does he start just punching it in the head? Like an in-betweeners <laughs> yeah. with the fish. <laughs> he grabs a knife. And he cuts his throat. Christ, this really took a turn. He then says, I'll help you, and cuts his throat. <laughs> and she goes, ah, she gets blood all over her. And then and then he goes, as he's cutting it, he's going, I'm trying to help him. The fourth name was Lucifer. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Right. Okay, on the nose there. Guess what she the... does, Mark? She runs. Run, Sophie, run. She runs for her life. Guess what she does, though? Whilst she's going to get hit by a car. She's going to run out into traffic. <laughs> no, she's in the woods. She's in the woods. What's oh, the classic um, thing women do when they're running on a, in a film? Uh, they fall over. She's going to fall, fall over. over. He catches up to her, and an accident happens. He's running with something in his hand. So she's running. She trips, and she, and then he's like just running with the knife, screaming, Lucifer, Lucifer, and then... <laughs> And then, and then he's obviously gonna fall over, and like stab her. Obviously, I'm guessing. <laughs> he does, ding! Oh, for God! Well done, Mark. <laughs> he falls over, accidentally stabs her. Oh, for God! And she's sake. going <laughs> like that, and he says, "Are you in a lot of pain? Are you suffering?" So he's clearly somewhere on the spectrum. He can't, he can't read the emotion <laughs> of death. <laughs> 
I thought you were going to say he's like, and I don't even like venison or something. I don't know. He seems to come. He comes out with the weirdest. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really yeah. good point. Yeah, he should yeah. have said. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I don't know. I know how to play marbles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's, it took a turn, didn't it? Really. Oh my word. She's suffering. She's bleeding heavily. What does he do? I'm assuming he's going to then interpret that as she wants me to put her out of her misery and then he's just going to finish the job. Yeah, he does. He cuts <sighs> her throat and then stabs her over and over oh again saying, God. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But then sort of smiles weirdly at the end when he's finished. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot going on. So I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to say, maybe we'll go with the Rod and Reel card. Let's remove a guess somewhere. So, okay. obviously, I thought it was going to be his housemate getting into all the shenanigans, but it clearly seems it's like it's going to be <laughs> Jerry here. So, you said Jerry realised he's living with a killer. Uh, I mean, technically, he is, but it's not is, who I you guess. think. Uh, Love Triangle no. Scottish guy, uh, Jerry says stop a murder, and over here's the scene murder. I'm afraid that was definitely a red herring. Hasn't upset the Scottish guy. Doctor glossing over questions of voices. Yeah, you. Uh, that's not. I don't want to get rid of that. That's actually quite good. Um, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry is the murderer. Well, I mean, he yeah, just that's, murdered that's someone. That's pretty much confirm that. that one. Case closed, detective. <laughs> a love triangle leads to murder. That is something. No, that doesn't happen. It's not a love triangle. Oh right. Okay. So yeah, it's not really. And the doctor not being real. We need to remove that because that's a false guess. That's cleared up a few things, but although given the what just happened with the talking deer, that could that was a solid possibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So now he has to obviously get rid of this body, and I'm getting the vibe that this is obviously more of a comedy than it is a thriller, um, <laughs> or at least it sounds hilarious. Murder is hilarious. <laughs> Boy, you're telling me. So I'm going to say then that he must get rid of this body, but in a stupid, convoluted way now, it would seem, after just what happened. I'm assuming he's just going to go real stupid and just, like, throw it over an overpass and it lands on someone's car. There's going to be something <laughs> stupid like that. Uh, kind of weekend at Bernie's or whatever it is where it's just like, you know, he's going to be like, you know, evening, officer, nothing to see here. And then, oh, my God. Uh, Sophie, no, look out, the ledge. <laughs> and she just goes I got over. A, yeah, I've got a dead body on my Chevy Chase. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Okay. All right. So he goes home. Oh, okay. Well, clearly. <laughs> he's, uh, she's, she, he, he goes. He's like, what the fuck? Goes home. And the Scottish guy's there. And he says, well, how have you been? You know? And then yeah. he says, and, he, he's, and then... <laughs> And then he, he says, i got to have a shower. So he cleans all the blood off himself. And he's like, oh, my God. He explains what happens to his flatmates. The southern-sounding one's like, oh, you should call the cops. The Scottish guy's going, no, hey, don't let's call the cops, no. Don't, did, did he do that? And then he's like... <laughs> Is he there illegally, he goes, this Scottish guy's like, I don't want immigration to find out. I'm here. <laughs> he's like, uh, no, hey, sh shut up. Don't, he's like, don't listen to him. And he's like, the only way to feel alive is killing Get rid of the body, Jerry. Get rid of the body, Jerry. Or you'll go to jail. He's not wrong. 
So, I mean, he talks sense, but in a very disturbing way. Yeah, the Scottish guy's really... Sounds like he's got a checkered past. Do we find out more about him? We do, we do. We do find out? Okay, all right. Interesting. Yeah, so he goes to sleep, wakes up in the morning, and so now what is he going to do? He is going to, well, get rid of the body. I'm assuming it's still in the car, or did he just leave it in the woods? Just left it in the woods. Oh, wow. Okay, fair enough. He is just going to pretend like everything is okay. He's going <laughs> to get to that factory and haul those boxes, as my guess. He's just going to okay. try and... out. Oh, my God. And then everyone is just going to be like, you know, where's so-and-so um, when he gets to work? And then he mustn't get found out for a while, yeah. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Okay, so he goes to work the next day, I'm guessing. He doesn't go to work straight away. Because uh, it's a weekend, I believe. Oh, so okay. the Friday it's to happen the Friday night, so I think and then so he goes back to the body. He stands there and sees her and admires her. And he oh. sees the butterflies again. Oh okay. Her. So I'm assuming that's in his mind now, <laughs> I'm starting to think. <laughs> so he wraps he has a bit of tarp with him and he wraps her up in the tarp mm-hmm. and puts her in the back of his truck. But leaving shoes and what looks like some insides still left on the side. Oh, so it's like ooh. some stuff's fallen out of her or something. Yeah, oh I couldn't also. really tell. It looked like some some horrible some innards. Like, <laughs> innards, yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So um, so he um, he's like, right, what do I do now? So he heads to the uh, hardware store. Oh, oh, okay. I was getting like, oh no, he's gonna like take her home. We're gonna Norman Bates this, aren't we? We're gonna Norman Bates <laughs> it, and he's gonna just dress her up and leave her in the corner. Oh my god, or something like that. Um, okay, so hardware store. I'm assuming the classics kit of duct tape, uh, rope, etc. Yeah. Um, he buys a lot of well, a lot of one thing. Oh, because he's got to do something to this body. It's the classic thing of lime, is it? Is it that stuff? No, no. Oh, okay. No. Um, he buys like a saw blade or something. Yeah, saws. Oh, yeah, okay. All loads of saws. Yeah. But guess who just rolls into where the guess who just roll rocks up? Are oh, the cops? Yeah, Sheriff Wanna Baker. Sheriff <laughs> Sheriff Wanna Be a Baker. Okay. Yeah, Wanna Be a Baker. <laughs> yeah. His front of his truck has got cardboard around it <laughs> where he's kind of hiding oh, where, where he's been. Where it's hitting. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, Oh, well, oh, Jerry, what, what happened to your car? And he's like, Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I hit a deer. Oh, right. Oh. He goes, Oh, what'd you do with the deer? And he's like, Oh, uh, oh, I just left it the side of the road. He goes, oh, no, it's all right. I'm not going to write you up for, uh, for a deer a hunting accident, you know, because that's yeah. just... Uh, I'm just saying it might have been good meat. Well, he's not wrong. It probably would have been, but um, <laughs> yeah. Nice. And he, little does he know that she's lying in the back of his truck, all dead. Okay, so he gets home and then he, you know, does his business with the saws and then... I don't know. He doesn't try and do something stupid like flush her down the toilet or something like that, is it? I just feel like there's going to be a slapstick thing coming along. So yes, then he goes home. You're right. So he does. He does a bit of. He does a lot of soaring, and he puts her into a many, many Tupperware containers. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. 
Do they have a freezer big enough? I'm assuming these going to. No, put they don't the go freezer. in the freezer. They oh. stack them up like oh. like a brick wall. They're all just stacked right up. Oh. Loads of them. Wow, that is quite the method. I mean, that is going to start to smell pretty quick, guys. Um, yeah, I gotta say. So, I mean, wow. he then he then looks at these pills because he's obviously the doctor's just said you've got to take him. And yeah. Scottish mates like, did it take those pills? And he says, didn't it take those drugs, you? You'll enter a bleak, a lonely world. So just before he starts taking them, somebody starts talking to him. Okay, somebody. so somebody starts talking to him I, before he takes yeah. them. Yeah, so actually, it's something I... I sh- well, he puts something in the fridge that doesn't normally go in the fridge. Right. And then he hears a voice from the fridge. Voice from the... Um, a voice from the fridge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there like a salmon in there? I mean, like the deer was talking to him. He's got like a fish in there that's all like, no. Jerry, so, like he's underwater. <laughs> yeah, about take, right. So he's just chopped up a body. Oh, what oh, could have you put oh, in the fridge? God. He's put her bloody head in the fridge. Yeah, yes, ding ding. He's blump of spam is now sitting in the fridge. Yeah, her head's in the fridge, mate. Right, and so and she's now talking to him. Okay, so now she's right, Jerry, Jerry. And he's like, what? Opens the door and she's like, hi, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> she goes, I used to be the office hottie. Now I'm a severed head in a fridge. Sucks to be me. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's very, um, very perceptive for a dead she woman. Is. She goes, take those pills. Take them, you wanker, you useless wanker. <laughs> right. Okay. Is this Scottish guy real or is he also a dead person? <laughs> he's a dead hitchhiker <laughs> and he's got in the fridge. Was <laughs> it's a very good question, Mark. It's oh, a very good okay. question. Oh, it's a very good question. Interesting. Well, I'm going to say then that, yeah, maybe maybe he's a dead guy in the apartment. Okay. Yeah, no, he's he's done it once. Maybe he's done it before. Well, fair play, mate. Fair play. I think, um, yeah, well, all right. Well, let's see whether we can, you know, let's see what happens. Let's see whether you can figure it out. Okay. So we now enter a flashback of him and his dad. He had, a, as a kid... He had a dot, a sock that he made into a bunny called Mr. Fluffy Bunny, <laughs> and he taught he he talked to this bunny, and they mm. talked back to him. So he, and so when his dad came home, which because he was in the army, come he was really angry and could not understand Jerry. Oh. He used to shout at him and okay. and say his mum, some him and his mum were a pair of psychos, and he wished he was never born. Oh, his dear. son was never born. Um, so I think it's his stepdad as well. I don't think it's his real dad. We don't hear from about his real dad as far okay. as I can tell. And uh, it's a really horrible. He's like going back and his mother's just sitting there and she's obviously doesn't know what to do. She can't handle the fact that he's really angry. And so yeah. poor old Jerry as a kid, he's not had a very good childhood by the sounds of it. And he takes the pills and everything goes quiet. What about the Scottish guys? Is the Scottish guy still there, Robert? Has he gone quiet as well? There's no voices oh, in the flat. There's no voices his. in the building. Okay. Well, I th- I feel like it could be confirming some suspicions. Um. So, mm-hmm. you just got suspicious minds, have you, mate? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> El- the Elvis guy. They're, they're, exactly. There'd be no Chinese Elvis. It's all fake. Um. So he takes the bills and it all goes quiet. Interesting. Right. Well, given the tagline uh, about voices, I mean that's kind of a big clue there so i'm assuming then it's going to be hard going forward now to figure out what the hell is real and what's not because it sounds like then 
a lot of what we've probably heard up until this point has been in his head. And I'm going to say that the Scottish guy is not there or he is, but he's dead in the fridge or maybe, maybe he's in the freezer. That's why he couldn't get her in the fridge. Um, And (laughs) so, so basically when he takes the tablets, then he is entering the real world, I guess, in a way. Um, And then when he's not on them, he's kind of in his own mind. I'm assuming that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking here. That's what I'm, okay. That's what I'm getting. So I'm thinking he's taking the tablets Everyone's gone, and then he. Well, I'm assuming he's not going to like that a lot. So, yeah, that's probably why he then goes back off the meds. He opens the door after taking the meds. He opens the door and he sees just a a, a head of a dead woman in there, Ooh. looking all mouldy and horrible. Ooh, the reality. So he's starting to see reality a little bit more. So he's really scared. There's no sound. No one's talking to him. He's all on his own. So he throws all the pills down the drain and makes himself throw up. And then we're into the next morning where he wakes up the next morning. And what do you think's changed since he last was all alone? He's going to wake up and he's going to be having a great day. Everyone's yammering on at him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Guess who's back? Guess who's talking again? The head. So the head. Fiona's back. back. And the Scottish guy's back, Rob, because he's not real, is he? Is the Scottish guy isn't real, is he, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out, Mark. Oh, we'll find out. You, we'll find oh, out. We will. We will. We will, Mark. So she's back. She's like, she says, "Oh, these pills are those pills are rubbish, aren't they?" And uh, she says, "So she asked for something from him. She asked for something. Do you, can you guess what she asked? She asks for something. Um, yeah." She's feeling lonely. Oh, no. Oh, no, Rob. No. No, He. <laughs> she's going to ask, like, can you get me a friend? By which that means he has to kill someone. Exactly word for word, mate. Exactly oh. the lines, mate. That's exactly what got written here. Can you get she me asks, a friend? Can you have a friend kill someone? Oh, my God. Oh. And guess who she suggests? Oh, no. Um. Oh, the um. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Lisa. Yes, the chick. Lisa oh from no, accounting. he's going to take out the whole accounting team, and that poor <laughs> small town company is going to go under because there's no one left to do their books. That's essentially all... the real. That's the real victim here, Rob. Small <laughs> yeah, that's town right. Industry, uh, America. Numbers, mate. Numbers are the victim here. Numbers are the victim. It's a bad day <laughs> for maths. She's so she says, "Oh, what about Lisa McCann? He's like, "No, no, I can't do that. No, like, don't on, leave her come alone." On. Come on, she says, I love you. Like that. And he's like, I love you too. Oh, but then the weird <laughs> thing is though, that it's all in his head. So secretly he actually wants to kill her. That's the that's the <laughs> the messed up part. Right. Well, okay. she says, um, so he's eating his crunchy, he calls it crunchies, like crunchy like cornflake things. And he's mm. like, I mean crunchies. He's like, oh, do you want some of my crunchies? And she goes, Oh my governor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool blimey gov. Get me, get me, get me, exactly. I'm missing an old China here. Yeah, get me an old China, will ya? China mate, plate, or whatever the slang is. Do we have any more flipping of the script potentially? I do have a little bit. Yeah, I've got a little bit. I sound a really farmer then. Yeah, I do have a little bit there. All right then. Put those lips together and get those syllables out while you're at it. <laughs> okay. 
They find the remains of a woman and they're on the hunt for a serial killer. Sheriff Wanna Baker has a profile, describes Jerry. So, a lono who won't fit in. White guy, late 20s, early 30s. And he says, and then the Scottish guy goes, can I have your autograph? <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, um, and, it's, and then they go, and the sheriff is like, will he kill again? Yes, he will. Sheriff grabs the mic off the uh, the reporter and goes, mm. and he say, do you hear that, punk? You're a killer. You're a serial killer. And then Jerry's like, I'm not a killer. Too late, shitbag. There's no turning back. You're a stone-cold murdering maniac. And then Jerry turns the TV off. And the Scottish guy goes, I told you I like killing. Do we leave Milton by, at any time? Do we leave this town? Does he go on the run? No. All right, okay. He's going after Lisa. Yeah. How does he lure her in? He's going to be like, do you want to come in for... What? I can't remember that smooth line that he tried. Uh, you know, he's going to be laying down the angel line and he's going to oh, be yeah, like, come yeah. in for a hot chocolate. And she's going to be all like, yes, please. Mm-mm. Are you the marshmallow? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Are you the marshmallow? Well, that's just what I said to say. Yeah, I think now is the time to lay down Breaker Breaker 69er. Okay. She's got it open. Oh, hey. Hey, buddy. Oh. Hey, Jerry. Jerry. Uh, Is that a dog? Yep. No, no, no. I don't want to play. Come on. Uh, oh, she doesn't want to play. Leave it, leave it. Okay. Get your face out there, Jerry. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh. Is that Lisa? Yep, it's Lisa. Ominous music. Oh, oh no. Lise. I'm not feeling good about this. <gasps> is, is he standing behind her? There we go, Mark. What oh no. There, Mark. Oh my god. Well, I mean there's a there's a dog, um, so that's fun. That's lighthearted. That brings it back to you know, a little bit of fun, but then it doesn't sound like she's going to have a lot of fun. No. Very ominous. And I'm assuming said she's got it open. So, hmm. Where do I'm, you think she was? Well, I was going to say when, yeah, when you say, so when she was like, I've got it open, I'm assuming she's, she stumbled upon something that she obviously shouldn't have. I'm assuming that's what all the ominous, the ominous stuff was. Yep. Were they... Oh, were they like trying to get into like his garage or something like that? I don't know. For some reason, maybe they were. I don't know. Did he? Maybe like he locked himself out of something and then. Ding ding. Right. Okay. He's locked himself out or something like that, and then she's like gone round the back and and then she's like, oh well, actually, it's really easy to get in or something, and then she's she locks herself out all the time, so she uses oh, she a hairpin or something oh. and she opens the door. She's a maestro. Jerry says, I'll go, I'll go to the I'll go through the skylight. Oh and he falls. He goes, Don't worry, I've got it open. Okay. And as she looks, as she walks through the apartment, he Shh. sees from the skylight, she's looking around like, What oh, no. the fuck? Oh no, the bloody Tupperware, the Tupperware, mate. The Stacks. Tupperware. There is blood everywhere. Oh, 
Oh, they would be. Shall I catch you up to that point? Yes. How do we get there? So Lisa and him go for a drink. Yeah. And they're chatting. They're having a good time. Lisa's smitten, right? She's mm-hmm. smitten. And um, she says, and Jerry says, oh, um, I have a cat. And she says, oh, I have a cat too called Pighead. Oh, okay. Right. And he, Jerry's like, I've got a cat. Cool. He's called Mr. Whiskers. Okay. Oh, so he's got a cat right. and a dog. Right. And a dog called, the dog's called Brosco. Okay, right. Bosco. Bosco, sorry. And so her cat's called Pighead. <laughs> so she's going to go home with him. To, uh, oh. It says, come to go, go to her place, but he doesn't take her there. Okay. He doesn't take her home. He takes her to a cabin in the woods. Oh, wrong move. Wrong bloody where move. He, it's where he grew up, he says. Oh, Okay. He then tells her that his army was his his army was in the dad. His dad was in the army. <laughs> <laughs> the whole of the and army uh, was in your father. God, that's messed up. <laughs> he was the army. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So he his mother was very sad for leaving Germany. She was never never quite so. He was always upset. Okay. And his, his horrible kids in the in the local area come up with this nickname for him. So it was all to do with him crying a lot. It was called the ultimate crying machine. <laughs> okay, that's definitely <laughs> one way to put a kind of cool-sounding spin on it, you know. <laughs> that's what they called him. I cried really effing hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they go to this house, and it's in the middle of nowhere. I mean, what is she doing? Mm. So they go into this house. She thinks it's really sweet that he's showing her this, you know, side of yeah, him. Yeah, and- I can see that it would... Yeah, I guess you could sort of be like, yeah, wow, he's wanting to connect or something, but doing it in a cabin in the woods is not the way you know but anyway right so he's given her the old family tour and she's yeah. just ripping her clothes off and swooning <laughs> yeah nearly nearly and so he's having a flashback because he goes in and he he transports himself back being a kid mm-hmm. where his mother's really sick and she's okay. in her bedroom and she's saying they're coming for me they're coming oh, well, probably a German yeah. accent I couldn't really tell they're coming for me. Um, she, <laughs> she, uh, they're coming for me quick. Jerry, get me out of here. Yeah. Um, so she says uh, she hears the animals and angels talking to her. Oh. And Jerry says, I hear them too. Okay. And she says, never tell anyone about the voices. Never tell anyone. Right. Police sirens around the house. And he says, the hospital people are here. She says, I can't go back. I can't go back. So she smashes a bottle next to her on the t- on the thing. She has a piece of the broken bottle. What does she try and do, Mark? Does she attack the uh, the hospital guys and, and no, do- no, they haven't got in yet. Oh no, she um she turns it on herself. She turns it on herself, but she can't do it. She tries, but she can't do it. So guess what she does? She gets Jerry to do it. She asks Jerry to do it. He had to kill his own mother, and she asked him to do it. What a horrible thing for you to ask your son to do. And he shut the door, and they opened the door. The police opened the door, and he's got the glass in his hand, and so he obviously, they think he's killed her. Oh, so that's so, why he, yeah, so that's why his doctor was banging all about the correctionals stuff. That's why they're going to lock you up, Jerry. Yeah, that's the lead. and, um... You know, that's why he reminded his mother and all that, you know, all this sort of stuff. And right. so then flashback to reality okay. where he's in this time and they kiss. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, wow. Well, that just really got her going, I guess, you know, nothing like a bit of matricide. Yeah, well, he's you know, sharing all this. He's being sensitive and all that, I guess. And yeah. anyway, so it says, let's go take me home. 
So as she walks out, he's like, okay, he puts something on the side. As he walks out so she doesn't see, he puts something and leaves it there on the side. What do you think it was? Oh, well, I'm going to say it's a broken bit of glass or a knife. No, a knife, yes. Okay. So he planned to kill her, but he couldn't do it. Okay, now's the time to run. He stays at hers. And they're really like happy bowing in. He's like, yeah, you know, she's really, like, she's really smitten with him and stuff. So, yeah, they get back and they're in the office the next day. And Lisa makes an excuse to get him up to um, the office and say, oh, you've got a problem with this. And he's like, really? What's that? She drives him into a little like uh, supply cupboard thing and kisses him and stuff. And then oh. that Alison walks in on them. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get that done for you. And she so walks off. And so she says, um, Oh, can you, Alison, can you give me his address? Because you do all the payroll stuff. Can you give me an address? She's like, oh, well, don't just ask him. She goes, oh, I just want to I just want to surprise him with a cake. That is breaking numerous uh, code of conduct laws. You can't just be <laughs> handing out employees' personal addresses. Day of protection. She's really, she's she's the real criminal. She is, mate. I told you. <laughs> it's going to come back to the numbers, and the numbers never lie, right? So, yeah, she can't be doing that. <laughs> he, after the sheriff shouts him on the TV, he then speaks to the so the Scottish guy, uh, the Southern guy in the, um, the Fiona. He's like, is this killing a choice, she says. Well, Scottish guy makes me do bad things. Okay. So this is where we start to find things out here, Mark. Right. This is where we find out. I was going to say, Rob, what is the Scottish man's motivations? I was going to play an old MacGuffin magnet there, but there isn't any because he isn't real, is he, Rob? <laughs> He is technically real. Oh, okay. But he's not actually talking, really. Can you guess what the Scottish guy really is? Because he is a thing. He's, he's a, th- a thing. Is it like a painting or, something, or a picture? No, no, no. He is. He's. Do you remember I mentioned earlier what um what Jerry has? Oh, he's the cat. He is the oh. cat. <laughs> <laughs> That, well, I should have known. Cats are always feisty felines. They're always the Yeah, that's ones. right. Oh, so, so then, the southern guy. Ah, uh, is his dog. Is his dog, ah, Bosco, yeah. Sneaky. Sneaky. <laughs> I thought I'd keep that because I, yeah. So, Nat, you were close, mate. You yeah, did figure it well, out. You just didn't, yeah. Once it all went silent, I was like, you know, why did the Scottish guy get so quiet? What's, you know, someone chuck an iron brew his way. Bit of buck fast. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, okay. so... Yeah, so Mr. Whiskers, he's like, the cat makes me do bad things, and the cat and dog reveal that they don't really... They're like, don't you realise, Jerry, this is... We don't actually talk to you. You (laughs) are... It's all in your head, you idiot. He's like, what? No way. And then... So they're sort of basically like the good devil... Oh, like the the devil and the angel kind of thing. Yes, that's right. Okay, because the Scottish guy... He's been very yeah. he's been very persuasive on the uh, you know just mm. just keep it all to yourself and don't don't let anybody know and then what do you, what do you say <laughs> the other ones all like well you gotta you tell turn someone. yourself in there yeah. you should turn yourself in the cops you gotta no. tell someone Davey yeah. <laughs> okay. so this is where Lisa turns up when they're having oh, this oh this, this is why meeting. you don't give out personal information of employees guys <laughs> and he locks him he goes out and says oh you know hi hi and he locks himself out by accident and. Goes to the skylight, she My goes in. God. And she sees the blood everywhere. And so he had the head out and he had it on the table, just the coffee table, and he threw a coat over it, but oh. didn't actually cover it properly. She looks, that's what she's looking at. She right. sees some hair underneath that coat and she starts to freak out. Oh, okay. And then, so 
Right. So I'm going to say then, like, he obviously, you know, he's now there. He appears, I'm guessing. Yeah. And he's all like, yeah. hey, uh, I'm just getting ready for Halloween. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because it must absolutely reek in there. I mean, oh, it, it must smell do. so bad. He says, why did you have to go through the door? He's like talking to the cat and he's like, he's like, no, 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 no. He said, I won't, I won't, I'm not going to hurt you. So she runs to the bathroom and he's banging on the door. And she, she finds one of those like handrails and she rips it off the wall and goes to hide in another one. She's really scared. You know, she's really like, shit, oh my God, he's going to kill me, he's going to kill me. So he goes in the room she's in and he's like, and then he's like, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry. He's like, well, I wish you didn't have to see that. I wish you didn't have to see that. Okay. He's like, we can go back. And she's like, we can go back to how it was. It's fine. It's just like, it's fine. He's like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah. So then he comes over and she whacks him over the head. Um, we ain't going to like that. She, he hits him and he, she, he just sort of falls over, he doesn't, and then she runs off. And he runs after and she trips and falls. She basically breaks her neck and she can't move. She no longer can move and she's there going... So basically, he doesn't really kill anyone. People just keep accidentally dying around him. <laughs> she's still alive. She just can't move. And she's like moving her eyes. She's like, you know, yeah. So guess what he asks her? Or well, he's gonna ask, uh, "Are you in pain?" or something like that. Yeah. And guess where she ends up? In the bloody fridge. In the bloody <laughs> fridge. <laughs> so that's he's got a friend. <laughs> nice. So guess who's starting to worry about where her friend's gone? Well, I'm gonna say it has to be the last person in accounting. <laughs> Surely, yeah, Allison. Allison, right? Okay. So, hmm, okay. Now, I'm thinking Alison is going to be the one to take him down. I've got a feeling right. that she's not a tripper, okay? She's <laughs> she's steady on her feet. I've got a good feeling. I'm going to say he he messes up. Maybe something else happens at work. Maybe there's another work event or something, and then he messes up, and she gets onto him, and somehow he's undoing comes about there's got to be some undoing i don't believe he's going to get away with this you know yeah okay all right i'm going to play my side of bacon card i mean it might be pointless now but i want to know who yeah well, we haven't really touched on who any of the characters are but yeah maybe okay. we can he has a bacon number of one whoa my god okay <laughs> wow they must be pretty big yep can i get the movie that they share together yeah it's r.i.p.d R.I.P.D. That was like the ghost. Uh, well, I guess yeah, with the title like that, wasn't it like the ghost cops or something like that? Yeah, or they were like that's ghost- right, wasn't it? Samuel L. Jackson in that as well. Oh, okay. Wasn't so- it Samuel L. Jackson or Sa- I think no, no, it was. Jeff- um- oh, Ryan yeah. Reynolds and Jeff Bridges. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. That's it. Yeah, I'm assuming then it has to be either Ryan Reynolds or Jeff Bridges. And to be fair. This doesn't sound like something Jeff Bridges would be doing. So I'm gonna <laughs> You're have, correct. I'm gonna ding, have, ding. Hey, we got it. Okay, so Ryan is the helm. Ryan is Jerry. That's a first to have a, a one. That's a first to have a first with the old bacon number. We must have a fairly okay known cast then if we've got old him at the front. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, we've got quite a few. We've got a few that have definitely you'll know. Oh, okay, um, right. It's so, just gonna be like okay. Emily Blunt as uh, the, <laughs> the, the hello, Governor. Governor, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you like to do from here, Mark? I was gonna say the mise en scene, but 
I'm going to say that the style is dark comedy. I, I'm finding from this. I'm thinking yeah, we're in a dark say, comedy yeah. style movie. Okay, dark comedy. Um, yeah. Thriller. In that case, I'm going to just you know put down my bowl and I'll, and like an Oliver Twist, ask for some more custard. <laughs> okay. So Alison leaves a message asking her to call, you know, to, to call Lisa to call her. She's very worried. They can't get hold of Jerry either. So one guy says, have you heard the rumours? And says to look up the 9th of July, 1997, the front page of the local news. Yeah. So they look it up online and find boy institutionalised after mother's death. Oh my God. So he's on the front page, you know. Yeah. So Alison goes to the apartment. And Bosco... <laughs> He's going, intruder, intruder, intruder. <laughs> <laughs> like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. And then the cat goes, I got an idea. And because she's banging on the door going, hello, hello. She opens the door and next thing we know, guess where she, Alison ends up. Oh, what? We don't even, oh, well, obviously in the fridge, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, we don't see her getting killed. We just know she ends up in the fridge. So all three of them are oh, in there. Oh, wow. Okay. They were running out of budget there, weren't they? Yeah. So the dog's changed his opinion of Jerry and says, he says, do you think I'm evil? And he goes, I'm certain of it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh, well, now it's yeah. just devil v. devil, right? Oh, yeah. not a friend well, left in the up, world. I think. So yeah. Fiona says, well, we should see what the cat knows, what he's talking about. And the cat says, meow to that. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, we should go out there and we should feel alive. Do it for the fun of it. And um, all the voices are talking at work. wants to get louder and louder and louder. And he's mm. like, shut up. Yeah. Oh dear. And he goes to the doctor's office. So I'm going to say he goes to the doctor's, but he's off his meds now for quite a while. So I'm assuming. Of, no, she's not going to end up in the fridge, is she? Oh, for <laughs> God's sake. Well, let's, let's find out. Oh, so I'm going to say, well, um, she goes there. Sorry, he goes to the doctor's office. I'm going to say that he either. Well, clearly, Alison's not going to be the savior. So she must. He must let something slip and then some altercation happens maybe he like oh no does he oh i don't know or maybe she like hits a silent uh button or something and like the cops come and then we end up in a hostage right. situation hmm. well actually yeah not far off mate you've pretty much almost got it there okay. so i shall reveal for you take us home rob he's there on there and saying um he says i've stopped taking the drugs he said the cat made me do it <laughs> he says i'm a bad person she's like don't be so hard on yourself it's not like you killed someone Little does she know. <laughs> he said, oh, um, it's kind of like that times three. She goes, three, three people aren't alive because of me. He says, uh, I'll start from the start. And she grabs her phone and he just goes nuts. Uh -oh. And he grabs her and he says, and he doesn't let her leave. And he takes, so to get some tape and put some tape over her mouth. Oh, he drives her to the to a field and just puts her on. It's like she's got a tape, uh, legs and arms bound up. And her, right. she's, um, I think over, she's, he puts her on the, Puts her on the bonnet and and says, do you believe in God? Oh, no. Okay. And he says, why? I'm feeling why angel would... speech coming along. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. So last bit of good bit of dialogue here, really. Why would you, why would God allow me to be in a family like that? He must be okay with me killing people. So there's his rationale at the moment. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. So he sound. says Logic to her, is sound. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, I mean, you feel like, you know, if you're treated like that, you know, wonder you've gone a bit mad. Mm. He says, he says to her, why do I have voices? And she says, a lot of people, a lot of people hear voices or thoughts that they can't stop. And he's like, a lot of people? 
Yeah, it might be a voice telling them that they're worthless or stupid or tell them to enjoy indulge in every desire. So he asks her, do you hear stuff like that? She says, yeah, I have thoughts not exactly the same as yours, but similar. They tell mm. me I'm fat or psychotherapy is not a worthwhile exercise, <laughs> that that it's not real. Um, I should have aimed higher I'm, I'm wor- and I'm, I'm worthy of love. He said, but that's not none of that's true, though. So what, what do you do about it? Well, I can't shut them off entirely, nor do I want to. Just because you have thoughts doesn't mean you have to act on them. You you don't have to act on them. <laughs> oh, she God. says. Someone yeah. should have told him sooner. <laughs> she says, being alone in the world is the root of all suffering. But Jerry, you're not alone. He's like, whoa. See, that's like 10 years of therapy in like 10 seconds. Yeah, that is. <laughs> See what she's done. She's been basically so apathetic in her job she's not even tried to work with him she's not bothered but when her life was on the line yeah she finally gave him some information she should have told him 10 years ago yeah and just told him you're not alone that's all he wanted to know i know she probably would have saved us a lot of time and saved yeah. a lot of lives exactly so her just being so you know and just just basically like oh whatever guys just just get him in and out the door just want to be paid you know yeah yeah uh, you gotta pull your finger for out. her job yeah, yeah. Apathy for a job has cost lives Jesus in a roundabout Christ. way. So uh, we cut back to the bowling alley where his, his his flat is. Okay. And the two blokes from work go there. They find Allison's car. Yeah. That's there because he hides it. Right. Um, and he manages to get the door open. And Bosco runs out and runs off. He's oh, like, oh. He just freedom. runs off. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he's like, he can smell it, and he froze up. He's oh. like, and froze oh, up. God. And he says, call the police, call the police, to the guy that sat in the car. Oh, they're on, there's no going back now. So the doctor and Jerry get back to the flat. He puts her in the flat. He's, she's like, oh, my God, what did you do? Oh, my God, Jerry, what the hell? And she sees Fiona's, uh, what is it? Um, and he's uh, he's looking for his pets. He's like, the yeah. cat was sat on her. Okay. And he says, you can kill her without all the pathetic whimpering now. <laughs> and then he's like, he puts Fiona's head on the table and she just screams. And she's, ah! So the, the cops are now here surrounding the building. Yeah. She's like, what are you going to do with me? What, what are you going to do with me? He says, oh, I'm not going to do anything. So he takes the cat to the other room and the cat says, let me out your hands, you little psycho. I shit in your hand. <laughs> so he, and then he, what he does is he wants to open up this vent and goes down this little, this sort of ducting or shaft right. down into okay. the bowling alley, but accidentally kicks a gas pipe in the bowling alley. Oh, no. Police run in. They get the doctor. She's like, don't hurt him. He's very ill. Right. And then there's, they're frying tight tear gas and stuff, and then there's a big gas explosion. I thought we were going to go, like, they get the doctor. The doctor, she's like, God damn it, I need a cigarette. And then she lights a thing, and then <laughs> boom. That and then, like, been. and then Jerry's head flies across, <laughs> lands in front of the camera, <laughs> and then now that I know it's Ryan Reynolds, it's going to be something like, you know, well, shit. And then we just cut. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just cut. That would have been really good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the gas explosion just, it's all exposed. It doesn't really blow up the whole place. Okay. But Jerry's downstairs in the, like, in the behind where all the, yeah, sort of the mechanics of the bowling alley would be. And you can hear uh, women's voices calling him. And saying, we're waiting for you. We're waiting for you. You'll never be alone. And smoke's filling up the whole place. Oh, no. And the cat's going, run, just run. (laughs) Run for your life. And then dog's like, just, he's like, he's like, just stay. It's time to end the suffering. (laughs) Oh, wow. Jerry lies down and 
Bosco goes, Jerry's going home. And then you see his eyes and he looks down and he's, he's drifting away and we zoom into his eyes oh, and his no. heartbeat's slowing down. And the cat and dog are in a white room, in a white, white room, and they talk to each other. And they say, well, he's like, well, Mr. Whiskers, I guess I actually don't hate you that much after all. And he's like, <laughs> neither you, mate. I don't want to hear. No, best we go our separate ways. And they, they go off in separate ways. Right. And, and then all of a sudden, there's Jerry dressed in a really bright blue suit. Wearing all smart, and then Fiona turns up, Lisa, Allison, his parents. Okay. And Jesus! Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to be and Lucifer. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, basically, might as well be. Jesus. So, right, yeah. so now he's like in heaven, I missed it. So, right, we're yeah, in his mind. A, his mind, his mind shutting off. He's yes. He's like dying of smoke inhalation, I assume, then or something. I guess. Yeah, basically. I mean, and we he's should all have there greased him up, mate. I mean, it's like um, <laughs> Willie from The Simpsons when um, he has to go for the <laughs> duck. He's like, no, an animal alive that can outrun a greased Scotsman. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, poor Jerry. Well, at least he got to meet Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus with the crown of thorns as well. Oh, um, okay. So Original retro he, Jesus. Yeah, retro Jesus. Yeah, so basically he's now no longer alone. He's now with everyone together, the people he killed and the people who were nasty to him, but all together. And they sing the happy, happy song. Oh, right. Oh, the conga. They're all doing a conga. (laughs) Basically, and that goes on. The title doesn't start. It goes on for a minute before the the finishing credits come up. And that goes on for about 10 minutes. They're just dancing around. Oh, um, wow. It's apparently going for about 10 minutes. The end. Wow. Roll credits. I was pretty sure on the fact that there was going to be like a, a love triangle thing. I've with the, Well, once I found out the Scottish man is not a man, but he's a cat. So, I mean, that really put a damper on that one. Cat amongst the pigeons. Yeah, cat amongst the pigeons. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to watch that. I mean, that actually sounds hilarious, especially now that, yeah, like we've got old Ryan there in, in leading the way. Yeah, would you like to know who else was in the film? Yeah, who else? Anyone else I would know? So Sophie was Gemma Arterton and Lisa was Anna Kendrick. Oh, yeah, yeah, the chick from um, those Pitch Perfect movies. and um, Yeah, that's oh, it, yeah, yeah. Twilight? I don't watch Twilight, uh, I just know that she's in Twilight. <laughs> no, and Jackie Jackie Weaver was the um, doctor. Oh, yeah, she's the Aussie chick. Oh, Jackie Weaver, okay, fun. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, some pretty big names there. Yeah, so, yeah, big names, yeah. So, a real random one that um, I was recommending to watch, to watch, actually, and I'm really glad I did. So it was, I mean, it's pretty silly. Um, and it, like I say, it takes takes a turn you don't really expect, especially when you don't watch any trailers or anything like that, so you have no idea what you're what's going to happen. But, you know, it was, like, especially like, suddenly, that bam, when it hit the, hit the stag, and, the, the stag, and yeah. that was it. It all just went dark <laughs> from there. Well, I was going to say, they did a pretty good job of, taking something that's very dark like i guess schizophrenia i guess and somehow turning it into a a somewhat lovable romp yeah exactly yeah didn't really seem like he killed anyone or wanted to kill anyone yeah because obviously his mum you know kind of sort of made him in a way really i mean there was the alternative was she gets locked up forever yeah yeah, but the trip, the tripping. I mean, that was uh, an interesting thing. They used it twice. They were like, they tripped on the trope rope, Mark. They did, mate. They did. That is, <laughs> there. You're right. That is a bloody. That's pretty much a trope there in itself. Like you say, the sort of 
the tripping damsel in distress, you know, a la yeah. Drew Barrymore in Scream. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will definitely be checking that out. It sounds like it's probably more comedy than it is heavy, even though uh, it's a pretty heavy topic, but it seems like they've done a good job balancing it there. It was a well-made film, and the music was, you know, the music was good. And, yeah, so it's just one of those things, like you say, it was a bit silly, but definitely worth a watch. I mean, you know, a bit gory, but the cat, you know, the cat talking to him, being an absolute bastard, and then, (laughs) you know, he had the sort of, yeah, the devil and the the angel on his shoulder. Um, And, yeah, that really brought some, it's just surreal, I bet, because, you know, I guess it was a bit like that, surreal. And the fact the head was talking to him in the fridge and stuff like that, and then they flash it to where... You know, he wasn't taking the medication and then she was just a rotting face in the mm. fridge. And um, and so, yeah, and they did try and put a bit of thriller, um, you know, a thriller element to it as well. So, um, yeah, so was, the ending was a little bit whimpery at the end. Yeah, I mean, it, it did sound... just sort of end a little bit, unfortunately. Yeah, I would agree there. It did sort of fizzle out a little bit, didn't it? We were kind of onto some pretty crazy uh, action, but then with the, the last person he killed like you say that kind of happened off screen when they didn't even bother mm. with that one and then yeah. yeah so it was just oh and another one you know and i guess it was like that it was like oh yeah. there we go but the whole thing with the therapy thing was good where she's like she finally actually gave him some advice which she she'd bother to do her job then yeah he might have actually not you know he would have carried on and he wouldn't have just sort of been so lonely and so isolated well that's it mate it's just an allegory for corporate america and how (laughs) those people at the top get paid ridiculous sums to do nothing whilst he's down there at the salt of the community working at the factory holding the place together and not so much as a how do you do yeah that's right you know pushing drugs rather than trying to push the the agenda of change and growth Mm. Exactly. And it's also, you know, a comment on the world we live in now with Instagram filters. You know, when he's taking those drugs, they take away the the shine, you know, but then when he's off them, he's looking at everything for a filter. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, he was seeing moments of clarity, but on Mm. the edge of insanity at the same time. And he'd done, you know, taking those drugs, it would dumb down all that. He would just become a bit of a zombie. So is it worth living at all? Exactly. Well, I think Jerry has taught us all to just, um, you know, look a little deeper. And (laughs) I know I will, Rob. I know I will. If if your cat and dog start talking to you, then you really do need to get the fuck out of there. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Book that book that holiday that you've always been dreaming of to Ibiza. You know, it's only it's only twelve ninety nine on a Ryanair flight, seventeen hours, but you'll get there. <laughs> exactly. Well, I hope um, if you um, people enjoyed the episode, and we have a new email address for uh, any suggestions we've we now do. set up for this podcast. It's podavclub sixty nine at gmail dot com. That so is pod p o p o d. Sorry, sorry, pod, B-O-P, oh God, I've done it, P-O-D-A-V-Club69 at gmail.com. Any film suggestions, whether ridiculous or just plain right good, we need to see. I mean, more obscure the better, because obviously we, we've probably seen the mainstream ones, haven't we? But True. if you've got anything that's um, a little bit left field like this one, yes. um, then we're all ears. We'd love to see, watch them and, and review them in this ridiculous manner that we always do. So please send them in. Looking forward to it. No, definitely. Yeah, well said, well said. Well, hopefully, um, yeah, by the next episode, we'll have some suggestions. And Yeah, um, absolutely, yeah. Look forward um, to see where we go. 
Yeah, yeah. Look forward to it. Well, I think uh, that was fun. I hope you enjoyed that, Mark. It was. Uh, oh, you did, did well. You got some good guesses right there. Yes. No. Thank you very much. Yeah. Definitely. Um, definitely did. But yeah, still can't get over that. That I was so sure on the Scottish guy. <laughs> I was hanging everything on that goddamn cat. That's the last time I trust a pussy. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, I kept that. I was a bit naughty. I kept that from you, but I thought it would be it'd be it'd be fun to sort of reveal it towards the end. Oh, it was, it was, it was definitely <laughs> right. Cool. I guess until next next time, we'll see you in a week's time, everybody. And uh, thanks for listening. Take care. We'll see you in a week's time for another ridiculous review. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.